Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back. It's Unsportsmanlike Conduct on 1620 The Zone and 1620thezone.com. You can watch us there. You can watch us on YouTube. You can also listen to us. You click that little listen live button, and then your boss doesn't see that you're watching anything. Yeah, you Very do a little cool. sneaky at work. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, folks that we know is a friend of the Grum who watches and listens from time to time, Jacob Bigelow, host of the Stretch Big Pod, as well as a scribe for Huskers Illustrated, and he joins us right now on the 42 Degrees The Source Hotline. Jacob, what up? Hello, gents. How are we on this chilly Friday? Yeah, annoyed. Good. I think Jack annoyed and I are annoyed by the weather, but a lot of the snow was thankfully melted, which is nice. Yeah, no, that was a pleasant surprise. Um, well, I had to scrape my windshield this morning, and that everything in the in the parking lot is now melted. So that's a pleasant surprise. I'll take I'll take that as a win. Yeah, certainly. And uh, we now talk about Nebraska and if they can get another win tomorrow. Uh, when we were talking earlier, Jacob, you said to me it, it feels like Nebraska hasn't played. In a month, I, yeah. I'm guessing a lot of Jack, Jack agrees. I'm guessing a lot of us do. So as they begin this final stretch of basketball ahead of the Big Ten tournament, and, and obviously they hope for more, what, what's the thing that kind of stands out to you at this point in time with Nebraska basketball this season? The, everything, I mean, at this point in the season, everything is still on the table. Any, any, every, everything that this the coaching staff could have hoped for, that the fans could have hoped for, it's all still right there, right in front of them. And that's uh, you know, a credit to the the you know, the team and the staff for, you know, being able to get them to this point. Now they just gotta take care of business and finish strong and you know, they've been a pleasant surprise to many locally and uh, nationally, but you know, I I realized yesterday I haven't put a podcast out in almost two weeks and it's because I I've felt like I had been a broken record talking about the same things when they win and when they lose. <laughs> but uh, looking in the, the big picture of, you know, what's still in front of them, I mean, everything, everything, there's still so much to play for and, you know, six games left to play for it. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because as every February in recent history for Nebraska basketball, it feels like something's kind of changed usually, right? The team last year, February, looked different than it did the rest of the year. Um, and and you wonder what that might be here this year. I, 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 don't, I don't know what it is, but if there were a guy that you would say on the team has got to kind of level up from where they've been the rest of the season for the rest of the year to be a success and end up on that selection Sunday being on the bracket, which guy did you, would, do you think will look back and say, hey, that was the guy that really turned it on at the end of the season? It's it's a pretty close race between two guys, and I think it's between Rank Mass and Bryce Williams, in my opinion. Um, when Rank Mass has been good, Nebraska has looked really good. Um, I forget what the exact uh, stat was, but when he has three or more assists, I think they're like nine and two, and when he has fewer than that, I think they're one and something. I forget the exact stat, but I heard that earlier in the week. And then, you know, Bryce Williams, I assume for the time being, we're going to see. Fred Hoiberg stick with this big lineup um, that we've seen these last couple games with Juwan Gary, Josiah Alec, and Frank Mast on the court at the same time together. And, you know, that means Bryce Williams is going to be running the point and initiating offense. And I also, 
you know, we've seen a few games this year where he's been the guy, you know, kind of, you know, the finisher, the finisher down the stretch of some critical games. And I think if he can, you know, take it to the, another level or even just one more you know, level above where he's been, you know, recently, I think that could, you know, pay big dividends for Nebraska. And this was the time of year last year where he turned it on at Charlotte. So who knows? Maybe he's a, maybe he's a February guy. Jacob Bigelow joining us right now as we talk some Husker hoops. What, what Jacob, kind of tightrope do you think that they are walking right now? I know we're all trying to figure out that number that they need to get to uh, in terms of number of wins, whether it's with or without anything in the Big Ten tournament uh, up north. What, what would you say is the answer to that question? I'd say it's quite the quite the tightrope. Um, I don't know if it's uh, like that Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie you know, that was where he tried to walk across the tightrope from the Empire State <laughs> Building. I don't know if it's quite like that yet, but I mean, it's still it's still a pretty you know tight walk. And you know, we heard Fred Hoiberg talk about it today about how you know this time off for them was about you know getting rest, much needed rest, but maintaining you know an edge and knowing what's in front of them and knowing that there is very little you know room for error, especially in the home games where they've been so good this year. And, you know, that's you know, looking at the rest of their their schedule and, you know, they've got, you know, to the even split three and three home and away. And, you know, you, they got to get one, you got to get at least one on the road, maybe even two in my, in my book to not be sweating in either Minneapolis or on selection Sunday. But I mean, I think the, the situations surrounding the three programs that the, they're playing on the road makes it makes it at least a little favorable for Nebraska. That was exactly what I was going to ask you. How do you kind of how do you anal- analyze the next uh, the last stretch of games here? Because first of all, a lot of these programs are in some real flux right now. Obviously, Ohio State. I don't know what they're going to be with an interim coach. Uh, Indiana is obviously teetering, maybe, maybe not on something. I'll be, I I don't know. You probably know more than that uh, about me. And then you've got Minnesota who, despite last night, but they're on the, you know, they're on the upshot. All of a sudden they're saying, Hey, we get hot at the end of the year. Things could get really interesting as well. And then, you know, we saw Michigan and it feels like Rutgers can be just a problem matchup wise for Nebraska. How do you kind of where are the biggest challenges and where do you think Nebraska has the best matchup in the next games? I think Minnesota and Rutgers are going to be two tough games to finish the home slate. You know, Minnesota, you know, I, I, if you had told me before the season that at this point in February, I would have been intently paying attention to Minnesota Purdue last night. I would have laughed in your face before the <laughs> season because I expected Minnesota to not be much. And I expected them to, be a candidate to make a coaching change, but now they've they've found something. They're fifteen and nine on the year, and you know Rutgers, you know the addition, you know Jeremiah Williams being becoming eligible, and you know some of the analytic sites out there like like Bart and Ken Palm, you can do like who's been playing the best since a certain date. And I saw last night that since Jeremiah Williams got eligible, Rutgers is playing like a top twenty team in the country. <laughs> they guard they guard incredibly hard. Mm-hmm. They're you know, we saw it in that first Nebraska game. They're going to get after you, and you know they're kind of they're on the upswing too. And you know Penn State also tomorrow. I mean they uh, they're they're under 500 in year one under a new coach, but the way they're built, the way they play, you know that, that's kind of it's you know in that same Rutgers you know uh, mindset of we're going to guard you hard, we're going to get after you 94 feet and just try to out athleticism you. So I, you know, I, I, you know, obviously winning on the road is is tough. But I mean, Ohio State's in flux. 
I'm sure they'll have a interim coach bump for a game or two. Like, just I feel like that's commonplace in any sport. Coach gets fired, and it's like, oh, where's this been? Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan. Mm-hmm. I mean, that Michigan game could feel like a wake service on their senior day. <laughs> you know, yeah, in Ann Arbor. Yeah, and, you know, and then, and then Indiana is in, like you said, they're teetering right now. I think there may be, you know, Ohio State making a coaching change when they did may have raised some. To my brows, sounded some alarms in Bloomington about you know coaching a possible you know their coaching situation, and there's a lot of there's a lot of moving pieces you know for those three programs that they'll see on the road. So, all in all, through that rambling rant, um, I think no. it's, you know I, I would almost argue that you know I'm I'm more you know suspicious about the home games left. Really, and true. they're the stable teams will. right now. Th- those are the three stable, yeah. t- the three unstable road games. The three stable ones are home games. I mean, basically, right? Yeah, I mean yeah. that's what it appears. I mean, right, I mean all the three teams they've got left at home have all found something, and yeah. they're all they've all been trending in the right direction to close the year. And you know, the three the three teams that they they go on the road to face, I, I would say, quite the opposite. Jacob Bigelow, host of the Stretch Big Pod, uh, joining us right now. So, Jacob, if you're predicting the number of wins that they have on the road, they have three left, as we just talked about, Indiana, Ohio State, and Michigan. How many of those are they getting? Uh, right now, I'd, I'd say two. Right now, I'd say I'd say two. Uh, I, I think we, we've, you know, I, I, I think if there's one that could, you know, that could uh, – because it's all it's going to be three teams that they beat handily at home, and then the, these are all going to be rematches on the road. And I think the one that I maybe like may, would be maybe Indiana. I mean, I'm not obviously going to say you know they're zero and seven on the road right now. They're going to win all three to end the year. But I think that you know the, Indi- the Indiana one would be the one that I could you know maybe that I, I would be in the most doubt about. And that's just in terms of the atmosphere of playing at Assembly Hall compared to the last two, which are going to have similar vibes to visiting a mausoleum. Jacob, I know you not only cover the team, but in, in past years you've been kind of on the inside um, of, of these teams. What is a week, not only a week off, but also what, like two weeks in between travel uh, mean for, for a team like this, especially at this point of the season? Oh, it's huge. It's huge for, for especially for the players. I mean, they're, you know, it's a it's a grind, and I know you know people will say, "Oh, they're still young; they still can you know they they play all these games in AAU." But I mean, it's a grind, man. And I you know thinking about some of the guys on this team, and you know, we heard from Josiah Alec after the Michigan game. You know, he said this is coming at a perfect time. There have been guys who have had nagging ailments, you know, throughout the year. I mean that you know that Northwestern game before Michigan. I mean they just looked tired. They just looked gassed and there are some of these games that they played where they where they just even if they're winning they just look gassed i think especially for guys like rink math like alec you know guys that are you know, have been through the grind and this you know this is their fourth their fourth year or more you know playing college ball i think i think it's huge for guys like that and right now i think as long as you know they got the rest and they got their mind right and i think i think you know to gear up for as important of a stretch run as this is going to be for the program i, I think it's huge Jacob Bigelow joining us on the Grum today, host of the Stretch Big. You can download download that wherever you get your podcast. Also writes for Huskers Illustrated. Bigelow, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much. Enjoy the weekend. 
You guys too. Thanks, fellas. Have a good one. Thanks, Jacob. Jacob joining us on the 42 Degrees The Source Hotline. I love that question there at the end. You know, what does a week off like this mean? Given it's now, you know, it's February 16th. They're going to play on the 17th. They have not played since the 10th, and the regular season is almost And even more than that, two weeks between getting on a plane. Yeah. Full two weeks. Yeah. Between doesn't get, happen. getting on a plane, which really doesn't hardly happen once you hit conference season. It's a it's a really wide break, and um, I've got to imagine it's just you know I don't know physically what the toll will be. I can't speak to that, but I think just like you know taking a breath, right, getting a couple of days off, yeah. has to be huge for them. Yeah, we can talk about that game uh, and more a little bit later on if we have time. I wanted to talk though about the new video game. Just a, a couple of questions for you. Uh, in particular with this, because I, I like I've, video games. I've seen Nick certainly is of video games. I've seen some theories on kind of what the expectation is with it, so I wanted to tackle some of that. So we'll do that when we return. Kent Walgamont's going to join us in a little bit as well. By the way, Jack, this will make you really happy. Uh, Kent Walgamont has tweeted about the ice cream that you tried oh. earlier. Kent said the pizza is awful. Can't imagine how horrid that ice cream is going to be. Sad. Are you going to say that L. Kent Walgamont is wrong? Mm-hmm. Listen, friend of the Jack Mitchell pod, El Walgamont. <laughs> yes, that's what that's on his business card. That's what I, I think. think of. He was on it once of a pod. He was that a great guest. Anymore. You know how many uh, it's a great pod. You can still has? listen to it. Go listen to that. There you go. You're missing out if you don't listen. How to many that. people he's met? It's yeah. sad. It's sad. You know, what? but Whoa, he's, he's no, not that he's met people, but that he's good. <laughs> oh man, I'm watching you scroll through NCAA covers. I know, a, right? The nostalgia. Oh, the Carson Palmer. I'm cover. trying to remember. I think this might have been the one that I Isn't waited. Is it the in next year, for. Desmond? Is 05 Desmond? Oh, Larry. the Larry Fitzgerald one was great. Oh uh, yeah. 06 is my favorite. Okay, I one. told you it was in Michigan. Yeah, that is the one I waited that, for. My very first favorite NFL player, Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald with his massive ass. God, what a huge ass. His ass doesn't look that big to me. Yes, you're an idiot, Nick. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jack, no, you? Jack Mitchell in today for John Bishop. Uh, it's a one beer Friday. What are you drinking? Let us know. Hashtag one beer Friday. And you could win. Nick, I don't have to clean on my ears. You said it right. Fifty bucks. Fifty dollars. Jack, can you imagine that? Drink. You love Saturdays and breweries. That'd be great. That's your jam. That's a, sounds like a great afternoon. Yeah, you'll get to do that someday when you don't have children running around your house. Yeah, little kids everywhere. Yep. Yeah, they're all over the place. Daddy, daddy, it's me, your four-year-old. Rats. <laughs> what, I went what? back in time. How did I miss this? All right, uh, Ken's joining us soon. We'll talk some NCAA video games when we return here on sixteen twenty the zone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.